This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to the In Focus podcast. My name is Jayan Shriram and I'm your host for today. We begin our state-by-state analysis of the assembly elections with this episode. And we begin with the biggest story perhaps of this whole election cycle. The battle for Nandigram in West Bengal, where polling took place today, that's April 1st. That battle is of course between West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee and her one-time close aide Shuvendu Adhikari, who had defected to the BJP. We'll discuss how the battle for Nandigram in some ways presents a microcosm of the entire eight-phase long election that is set to take place in the state. A spirited campaign by the TMC against the electoral might and machinery of the BJP, with the contest, according to many observers, too close to call. And then we'll take a closer look at how the campaigns from each side in this election have evolved and what lies ahead as voting progresses. I'm joined today by our correspondent on the ground in Kolkata, Shiv Sahai Singh. Shiv Sahai Singh, welcome to the Hindus In Focus podcast. It's your first time joining us. Uh, thank you for making time for us today. Thank you. So, um, right, let's start with uh, the big event of the day uh, today, which is the Nandigram vote that is ongoing as mm. we're recording, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just wanted to ask you, what has been your sense on the ground from there? Because you must have reported a lot from that area, given that yeah. it's the most yeah. sort of talked about vote. And, uh, you know, how far can one see that contest as a kind of a microcosm of this whole mm. election, this so, whole election? So, Nandigram is the sum and substance of, you know, what we will see in the eight-phase, 33-day-long polling, uh, which will continue till the end of April. Uh, political activities in Nandigram started much before, you know, in, in, in January when the chief minister said that she she wants to contest from there. Since then, it has been the center of the politics. And this one month, the entire month of March has been very crucial. The chief minister started her campaign on 9th of March, 10th of March. She sustained an injury. Then she went, you know, she was admitted. And then in the last week, she's been stationed there. So... As of now, today, there has been no major incident of violence, but there have been allegations and counter-allegations, but more or less the polling is peaceful. And uh, it is only after this polling, uh, that the polling ends today, that she will go for campaign in other areas. We all are aware that this is very high profile, high voltage uh, contest between the chief minister who is who's been elected to Lok Sabha seven times, twice to the assembly, and her own uh, aide, who is now, now a rival, Shubhendu Odhikari, who wields a considerable influence in the region. He was also the MLA of Nandigram from 2016 till December 2020. So that's the whole context of it. And uh, there is uh, also a bit of a history to Nandigram. 20, 2007, 14th March, there was a police firing. People were opposing the setting up of a petrochemical hub there. And uh, 14 villagers were killed in that violence. And the whole Nandigram was something that catapulted Trinamool to power. power. So 
it has a huge significance in west bengal politics in the first decade it has a it had a huge significance in how the left you know in the left regime how the left regime came to an end and now at the starting of this new decade it has become another kind of center of politics where two kind of political heavyweights are facing each other so as of now the polling is on and in most places in west bengal we see high voting percentage so might be the polling may cross 80% or something and you were also asking about how i have seen this campaign turn out to be like uh, with the first public meeting which which the chief minister which mamata banerjee addressed was on march 9 and uh, she wasn't even taking the name of her rival she was talking about larger issues and all that but as campaign as as the date of polling uh, kind of approached we see the attacks became very direct so the last day which she was campaigning was 20 9 then she was very direct and she was taking on shubendu directly calling him gaddar and traitor mir zafar has become a big word here and from the bjp right. bjp has brought, brought in everyone you know amit shah came on the last day of campaigning the mithun chakravarti did a road show yogi adityanath was here to campaign in the constituency the prime minister addressed a rally at kathi on march 24 and a significant portion of his uh, address was directed on nandigram so what we are seeing in nandigram is is as i said some and substance of the entire eight phase bitterly contested elections right and you know just to ask you not that not that we uh, ever try and make predictions um as journalists when we're covering elections but is it um did you get the sense that it's as close as um, it can the, be it the, can the be the reports very, are being made yeah up? it can be very close and uh, what i felt as a journalist is that when momata by the time she the campaign was over she had she she had uh, made a significant you know kind of an impact she's talking to people you can see people's response uh when when somebody is speaking on the ground she had generated a support of her own and the people were kind of listening her with rapt attention cheering her with everything so she gained a significant ground in nandigram so uh, there is also one uh, interesting thing which is happening in this election not only in nandigram but also across the entire state uh that uh, we have to understand that trinamool is a is a is a regional party local party it's been in power for past 10 years and they are facing the entire might of bjp which is so many camp so many uh, leaders are coming to campaign and if you look at nandigram or for that any nandigram per se you will see that the outings the road show the 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 high extravaganza which bjp is doing so it sometimes you feel that it looks like like trinamool is the uh, smaller party they are up against the entire might of the bjp in terms of their uh, in terms of so many leaders coming in terms of the money power and so that is also one aspect which uh, is very indicative of the entire state and something we are which we are seeing which we have seen in nandigram also uh, most number of campaigns of irregularities are coming from the ruling party this is very strange in west bengal pa- politics because usually the com- the complaints of irregularities were from the opposition party but this time we are seeing seeing that the trinamool is saying that you know there have been electoral malpractices our agents have not been allowed 
so it's a different election compared to the other earlier election different assembly election that's how the her campaign has turned out to to be to be and bjp had a very high voltage high shrill campaign they the, the bjp was trying trying to rhyme nandigram with jayashree ram which and also uh, momota was trying to rhyme it with shongram shongram essentially means struggle in bengali right so so that's how it has turned out to be and it, it could be very close right okay so you mentioned that this is a this is an election that's taking place over eight phases in that sense it's a very long election just for reference i think the last election in 2016 uh, took place over six phases um you know technically speaking if we're if we're making progress we should be reducing the number of phases right. but in this case we've increased, we've increased the number of phases and uh, the very, there are districts which are going to polls on three dates so for instance uh, today south 24 pargana is going to poll and it will go to poll on two other dates so for one district you know some assembly constituencies right. are going to poll on one day so in that way it's a very you know it's a very uh, i don't know it's a very complicated arrangement of seats which are going to poll so we usually what we are we have seen in past 15 years is that one reason goes to poll say north bengal goes to poll or south bengal goes to poll and one reason by region they commission and that, that's probably easier for them to deploy forces and all goes to poll but this time so north bengal will also which is like 5 600 kilometers from here hills will be going to poll with the plains so this is this is something and this is something that trinamool had objected right yeah so but kind of following on from that um, you know that's a long election uh, mm. process over mm. eight phases yeah. and one would one would assume that that requires um, a lot of political machinery to pull off right? right you mentioned that the bjp is basically throwing all its forces into this election right. bringing a whole bunch of star right. campaigners mm. so you know and mamata well i mean she's kind of taking a lot of the campaign burden herself so mm. you know is is that so which side i mean does the bjp has have an advantage here in the sense of the length of the campaign or how is it sort of ebbing and flowing according to you you know if uh, in terms of this eight phase elections and uh, the way we have seen politics in west bengal particularly mamata banerji she will not you know let her campaign uh, go down so today when the nandigram election will be over from today onwards she'll be going to north bengal even with a with a leg injury she is addressing three public meetings a day what has uh, you know her movement has been restricted so she is not doing the padyatras long walks kilometers long walk which she was used to but right. then i think that you know she will also campaign and and she knows the region much better so the campaign will be there and after nandigram it will move to near kolkata in central bengal in north bengal so it will it will happen i don't think uh, that this eighth phase as it might have uh, appeared uh, when the elections were announced will benefit bjp but now as as we are into the campaign we think that uh, trinamool will also leave no stone unturned and trinamool will also match up to the campaign mamata banerji is doing, doing three rallies a day obishek banerji diamond harbor mp her nephew is also doing two three rallies a day so they will also keep up uh, the pace of the campaign so um yeah just coming to the sort of uh, substance of the campaigns itself 
Um, so the most talked about aspect of this set of, you know, not just this assembly election in Bengal, but this whole set of assembly elections taken as a whole mm. is, you know, that, that the big talking point is the extent to which the BJP can, could possibly make inroads into mm. West Bengal, mm. possibly take it as a new stronghold yeah. for itself. So, you know, this has been a years, I mean, this has been a project that seems to have been going on for years. We've been talking about this now. You know, if before the 2019 Lok Sabha elections and looking at how the BJP can make inroads uh, in that election and then, you know, sort of looking ahead with the CAA and mm-hmm. the NRC, mm-hmm. etc., etc., mm-hmm. to how they can pitch their poll campaign for the assembly elections right. in West Bengal. So, what what is, so just to sort of recap and, you know, see how it's evolved, what have been the major aspects of their campaign? Yeah. And so um, I'll, I'll, there, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll go a, a little bit in past, say 2014. So 2014 is, is a long time in past, but 2014 when the BJP yeah. was, you know, BJP came uh, with the, there was this Modi wave all across the country, and and BJP did campaign. Mr. Modi did uh, rallies here in Kolkata and all that. And that time they were not very serious about Bengal. I remember he held a rally at Brigade in 20. Uh, 14, where he said that if you uh, if you mm, give votes to me, then you will have two laddus. You know, the Didi will be ruling your state and developing the state, and I'll be ruling the center. So, so from there, from two laddus, now they're talking about double engine government, right? In in West Bengal, mostly BJP started feeling hopeful even in the 2016 elections they did not they won only three out of 294 seats so five years also they were uh, five years ago also they were not very hopeful the left and the congress were the main opposition forces things started changing post 2018 when the panchayat elections were held in west bengal and there were allegations of uh opposition not being allowed to field candidates now West Bengal is a very political society and panchayat elections are the time, you know, since the delivery systems are rooted through panchayat, all the deliveries, all the all the uh, uh, benefits are rooted through panchayat. Panchayat becomes, a, you know, the three-tire system becomes a very important thing. 2018 is when slowly and slowly the, you know, people started joining BJP. They won at one or two places. They started looking at it seriously. And then they used defections as a political tool, getting everybody from anybody from Trinamool. And from 2018, and then they won 18, the BJP won 18 out of 42 seats in West Bengal in 2019. And since then, they're, they're, they they kind of arrived as a main opposition force. And from then on, they have built their campaign on various issues. Definitely, uh, the CA and RC was an issue which they used to talk till 2020. Strangely, in this uh, uh, campaign, they uh, the BJP wasn't talking it till they released their manifesto and said that we will implement CA here in the first cabinet meeting. And then they have this, uh, the BJP has this whole thing of making Sonar Bangla, which means gold in Bengal, promising industrialization, promising jobs. So that's how their campaign has built, built, built up. And the Trinamool, on the other hand, is building their campaign on Bengali pride. One of the very 
uh, key slogans of the party is uh, that uh, Bengal wants its own daughter. So Bengal, Bangla Nijer make it shy. So and and also you have to also understand that uh, BJ the Mamata Banerjee still remains the biggest uh, leader in West Bengal. Basically, BJP doesn't have anybody to match her stature or charisma, and that is why probably they are going to polls without a chief ministerial candidate. And this is probably the first elections that West Bengal is seeing since independence, when a right-wing party is so much talked about. Right, and so given that this has been a years-long project by the BJP, hmm. are there some areas in Bengal that we can already kind of identify as their strongholds? Just sort of going by their performance in go, the 2019s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we go by 2019, we see that they won all the seats in North Bengal: Darjeeling, Jalpaiguri, Kuchbihar, uh, then Raigan. Even in the southwestern part of West Bengal, which we call Jungle Mahalia, Purulia, Bakura, Medhikur, they want. So these two areas can be called as their stronghold. Going by 2019 uh, election, uh, Lok Sabha elections and Lok Sabha and elections to the state assemblies can be different. But going by that, we can see that these are the areas and Tridamul won seats all near near Kolkata in, in South 24 Parganas and some in North 24 Parganas, Howrah and all that. So if 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 you want to say which are the stronger areas for BJP, the BJP would be the North Bengal, the Southwestern Bengal, which is I think in the first two phases, the elections are over in Southwest Bengal. Now uh, election will be held in other parts of the state. So, and Trinamool has this, uh, uh, this uh, support in and around uh, around Kolkata, Howrah, South 24 Parganas, parts of North 24 Parganas, and also in districts like Nudia, Malda, Murshidabad. Right. And um, so the areas in which the BJP has, you know, made ground um, recently, as you mentioned, uh, mm. dominated, mm. is that, um, you know, in the case of Assam, for instance, that, that, that this has been a I mean, that's been the result of years put in by mm. the um, RSS Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so has there been a kind of a ground level game that the BJP has had for a while? Or is this a more recent kind of uh, surge because of issues uh, related to CA, yeah. to NRC and things yeah. like that? As, as, as I pointed out till 2014, even in 2016, the BJP was not serious about West Bengal. They, 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 they weren't, right. they weren't uh, key players. Their voting percentage was never above 20%. 2014, they got about 17% vote. Uh, 2014 and that in 2016, the vote actually declined. It came down to about 10%. So it has been a very recent development, post 2018, if you can say, and a number of factors have. Uh, we we also have to look in look that you know the opposition in West Bengal, the left and Congress people, uh, they couldn't. Their MLAs were leaving and going to Trinamool. They couldn't uh, provide protection to their cadres on the ground. So they've been. They, all these things have led to their rise post 2018 in 2019 and now. So it has been a very recent development, and uh, many people talk about the role of uh, Sang Parivar and RSS, and they working si- silently. And helping BJP, I do not think uh, that they are. Uh, 
you know most of the bjp which you see are trinamool people like mukul roy is trinamool the 35 to 36 of their right. candidates are straight from trinamool congress joined in recent years so it is not that you know years of this thing the ideological front is only one aspect of that the, there is also this 10 year of uh, 10 years of anti incumbency against the trinamool congress regime and bjp had uh, taken their key leaders uh, and roped them in the party the people who know the state well so they are uh, now at the forefront of their campaign if you see this for instance uh, Uh, in 2014 and 2016 elections the narada and the sarada scam were very important issues in this bengal lakhs of people saving in the small say, uh, in the chit funds as they were called or money raising schemes they lost the savings so it was a huge issue the issue doesn't find mention this time in the election the bjp manifesto is talks about arm fan corruption but is completely silent on the narada and the sarada scam because most of the accused in the scam are uh, have now turned sides and they have joined the bjp so i would see it not as a you know it it is it is the superstructure of bjp is built on the you know by the defectors of trinamool congress and that is something which the right. left left parties and the they are highlighting that you know most of their leaders are trinamool people who were very important trinamool people till they were ministers they were mps shubhendu odhikari for that for instance was a key minister in mamata banerjee's government and so was mukul roy he was number 2 till the left uh, trinamool and joined bjp so that is that is something it it, it is uh, they in west bengal what they have done is use defections as a political tool and build their organization on that right okay so just before um, and thank you for reminding me that we should sort of at least briefly discuss the the congress and the left who are in alliance hmm. uh, this time um but before we get to that you did mention in a previous answer that um the bjp is kind of is kind of been muted on um the caa and the uh, yeah. nrc yeah yeah so they were quite uh, silent on that and uh, if you see uh, the central le- leaders like uh, home union home minister and the bjp president they were not uh, taking giving any direct answers to the implementation of caa Now, CAA is a very, uh, very tricky issue here. On one hand, there are these matuas, which are like uh, Hindu refugees from Bangladesh, and they matter in about 40 constituencies in Nodia, not 24 Parganas. They are very keen on its implementation. And on the other hand, West Bengal has, according to the last census, 27.01 percent. muslim population and if we can recall there were violence there were there were violent protests in west bengal when the caa was uh, passed in the parliament so there were you know railway stations uh, trains were attacked railway lines were dug up so all that happened so they were trying to do a balancing act but i think in by putting uh, uh, this take of implementing the ca in their manifesto they have gone on on this because the bjp was feeling that the matwas may uh, there was some discontentment among the matwas and they had to put it so it's a very tricky um, issue and though the bjp doesn't uh, 
overtly reach out to the minorities but in a subtle manner they are also reaching out saying referring to issues like you know my, uh, migration of youth law low job opportunities here and all that so in a in a subtle way and the state leaders make uh, are trying to reach out to that that uh, uh, population which is firmly behind the trinamool so this is a very tricky issue uh, and it had not uh, dominated the uh, the campaign till they mentioned it in their manifesto for this election right and so um just i think before we end let's just uh, discuss the prospects of the congress and the left um both in at least by reporting it seems like both really don't have much of a chance are they is there is a space for them political space for them as sort of non existent as is, it's made up yeah there is a political space for them and uh, what is most talked about the left congress because left and congress fought the 2016 elections together they called it an electoral understanding and also the 2019 elections on some seats together so uh this is the left in congress have been contesting elections together some some sort of electoral understanding what is new this time they have brought in a party of uh, of uh, called indian secular front which is headed by a religious leader from furfura which is uh, which is in hooghly and they have given it they given isf the indian secular front about 37 35 37 seats which is which are huge right. number of seats for a newly formed party and uh, if you talk to the left and congress leaders as to why they did that they say that this was a historical necessity for them because for for them because anyway they were we are they were in a polarized situation and uh, they wanted to have the a uh, party which could appeal to the muslim electorate and isf is contesting on a number of seats in south bengal uh, particularly seats which which have uh, a majority of muslim population they can you know they can play a spoil sport for trinamool at least that is what my understanding is uh, particularly in districts like south 24 parganas which has 31 seats and uh, also in this uh, malda murshidabad region where is where there are uh, a number of assemblies where muslim population is majority population so uh, yes they don't have you know they don't have any chance of winning the elections but they can play a spoils sport that that's there and left in congress left has fielded a number of young candidates a number of uh, they're talking about uh, issues of the people but this is a very polarized election so i don't right. think uh, they will matter beyond right shep so we're running out of time so i think we'll kind of wrap it up here and um, i'm glad we were able to get you on this really important day in the west bengal elections the day that uh, nandigram is going to vote yeah and um it's been fascinating to talk to you thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today thank you thank you in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon 